Go. Welcome back to another episode of Compelled, a podcast where we attempt to bring out the bigger issues and injustices and what we as a society can do about it. Here we go. What do we got? So Joe doesn't like social media anymore or online stuff I read, or checking anything I have online. I read a lot of entertainment news, but what you want to talk about now, I didn't... I didn't know. I didn't see it pop up. Like I, I read the whole. Have you been? Have you? Do you even go and check any of our sites? Do you check our YouTube site? Do you check our fucking Facebook page? Do you check? Do you check? I checked the YouTube. Couple? It looked like a fucking dead zone. Really? It looks like a dead zone. Yeah, there was like twenty three views to one of our podcasts on there for compelled, and then. So you haven't checked the. So you, so you don't check the 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 YouTube website. You I don't just, check for comments. You don't check for anything. I just looked at it the other day. It's like one view. One view, one, no. one view, one view. I'm looking at our Corey Feldman. We have 16, we have 206 views on the Corey Feldman one. Okay. All right. So when it comes to our YouTube site, I I will respond to pretty much any and everything that's on there. You know, you, you got to win your, you got to win your customers one at a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. I uh, so when we were talking about Corey Feldman, I made the statement that I believe that Courtney, his wife, is behind a lot of this, and that I think that she's manipulating him. And a person by the name of Holly Jones, I'm just I'm not going to read the whole thing. Had said, "Are you kidding? Courtney is not the reason Feldman is a douche. Look at how he's acted his whole life. He's to blame for his destruction, self destruction, yada yada yada," which I agree with. Now I I need to address this whole thing, which is. Corey Feldman does Corey Feldman. Yeah. Okay? He's a self-destructive asswipe. That doesn't mean that the people he surrounds himself with aren't manipulators. And let me tell you one thing right now. Every person that he's ever married, with the exception of his first wife, it seems, but I don't know anything about his first wife, so I can't say anything to that. But his second wife and his current wife (laughs) are all high-class manipulators. Yeah. And I can say that with 100% certainty. In order to be a high-class manipulator to get to celebrities and marry them, you have had to have manipulated your entire life. You know what you're doing. These people know what they're getting into. And even Corey Feldman has said himself that it's the crazies, it's the crazy fucking... Um, Celebrity stalkers, basically. Yeah, she's an enabler and an exploiter. Exactly, and so and so is his ex-wife. So she enables his she enables his weird behavior, right? And then she also she exploits the fucking shit out of him, you know, for his status. No, she doesn't. He exploits the shit out of him. She just uses that as an excuse to continually enable him. Now, um, see, uh, he's been doing this for ages. He's the one who tricks young women into living with him, makes them sign contracts. How are you blaming this on anyone else in his life besides him? So I'm not blaming anyone else. Corey Feldman is the problem. He's always been the problem. starts off with Corey Feldman, but that doesn't mean that other people aren't a factor. Yeah. And and, and, an addition, an addendum. And he surrounds himself with all these fucking shitbag yes men, okay? All right. So... As we are going through our thing, um, everything that we do for Compelled, we read statements from legitimate news sources. Yeah. Okay. The Guardian, um, 
I don't consider the LA Times a legitimate news source. That's why I always look for other things. I don't consider the Hollywood Reporter or Vanity or Variety. TMZ. Quote, unquote, legitimate news sources. I definitely don't use TMZ, <laughs> and you know that. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I stay as fucking far away from TMZ as possible because, in fact, Corey Feldman only uses TMZ because he considers them a legitimate news source. I'm a douchebag. So, um, and what we do is we do, we... We do some research, but most of the stuff that we pull up is we pull up live on on the show, mm-hmm. and we we find the articles that do a condensed version of like a, a timeline yeah. of everything that's going on. So, and then there's a new statement right now that just came out from there's a not, not statement there's a new post that said, you know, there was no L.A. firemen that witnessed. Well, that's up for debate. Okay. There were many, many witnesses to what happened with Corey Feldman. Okay, yeah. by saying there were no LA firemen, I, I can't, I can't sit there and say there were no LA firemen. There are many, many witnesses that saw what happened to Corey Feldman. The what the truth is, and what Corey's truth is, what Corey's reality is, is two vastly different things. Okay. Oh. And you know, magically, his door got ripped open by some, some fucking you know um, stalker, <sighs> hater. No, goddamn haters. You, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, super powerful door opening magnet. That's what he said. He literally said that. The aliens? No. Are the aliens open his door? No. They're A gonna... super powerful door opening magnet that somebody had and used to open his door. And he was in the driver's seat, and he got stabbed, and yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny how, like, we were all on his side when, when this first came, when he was, like, talking to allegations about people, powerful people in Hollywood and all this. And I'm all and, on his side about that. I know, but the problem is that all this other bullshit's tainting that. And if you separate all that stuff, then... It's hard to take... Look, it's hard... It, you know that it's hard to take someone seriously... When there's a bunch of other bullshit that's coming out of their mouth. No, because he's always kept that same story. That's fine. So it's it's not hard to take when he's talking about that and other people are saying the same shit. That's 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 truth right there. Okay, but but big picture wise, you do see that other people seeing all this other crazy I don't, shit that I don't, he's doing. I don't. That takes away from the from the real shit. I don't care about what other people see. I only care about what I see, or hear, or deal with. I can't. I can't deal with other people and their fucking, you know. And with there's few exceptions, obviously. But I can't deal with other people's opinions and facts, or what they consider facts, about whatever the situation is at hand. When if he's fucking up his own life, he's fucking up his own life. But when he's been consistent with the whole child abuse thing yeah. and the pedophilia, and then you hear reports from other people, Joe Rogan, yeah. Fucking, we, we we just did an entire series, which we're still doing, on Operation U-Tree yeah. with Jimmy Savile and Jonathan King. So, no. No, I, I, I can't, I, I can separate what Corey Feldman, if most people did their fucking research, they would be able to. You can't, but what I'm saying is you can, <coughs> you can acknowledge, though, the fact that if someone does a bunch of crazy shit, that it's going to overlap the other shit, the real shit that they're saying. In, 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 a, in a sense, yeah. If if you're 
if you're that fucking vapid and naive about about whatever. But no, his self-destructiveness obviously comes from a place. So his craziness justifies everything that he said. Absolutely justifies what the fuck is going on in his life of being abused and 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 raped and sexually abused amongst all the drugs okay. and his and his weird fucking behavior. But you do understand the reason why he's not being taken seriously for the, for a large part is because of all this other crazy shit. But nobody takes anybody seriously when they when they fucking spread allegations. Nobody took Rose McGowan seriously because she's just a slutty bitch that shows up in movies and takes her clothes off and does cocaine in airports. I, right. I yeah. So so no. I I I don't that's why I don't care. If you're not going to, not you, but if a person not, is going to sit there and say, oh, I can't believe what that person is saying because they're acting all crazy. Well, this is why they're acting crazy. Mm-hmm. This is why they're saying the things they're saying. So, you, you know, you, you want a blanket statement and, and say, oh, I, I just can't believe anything that they're saying because they're fucking crazy. Well, this is why they're crazy. And it's been documented that this happened to them. And it's been documented that this... Uh, this has affected their life to this point. And then let's go and look at all the other people. Oh, let's go look at Ashley Judd. Let's go look at Rose McGowan. Let's go look at Asia Argento, who just came out and said fucking Luke Besson raped a girl. Mm-hmm. That's brand new. And it's been the allegations were eight, or eight months ago. <coughs> no one yeah, why didn't, say anybody, why didn't anybody say anything eight months ago? Why didn't she say anything eight months She knew eight months ago. Why didn't she say anything about it? That's what bugs me. But I'm not. We're not here talking about that. We're here talking about Corey Feldman, and it, and he's a fucking wackadoo, okay? But I'm not talking about him talking about all the shit that's going on. I'm talking about him in general being a fucking piece of shit douchebag, okay? <laughs> now, if he really wanted help, he would reach out and, and ask for help. So, in in our other podcast. Hello, piece of fucking garbage. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the fucking phone is just... Anyways, um, I, I disagreed with some of what she said. And basically, <coughs> what, I told, what I told Holly was, I understand what you're saying, and this is a long reply. And yes, Corey is a douche, but he wasn't this level of douche until he met Courtney. We don't blame anyone. Corey makes his own decisions, or so it seems. Based on the information that we read up on, the interviews of Corey and with his ex-employees that have all said that before, Courtney, Corey was a pretty amiable and nice guy, and now he's an asshole. You write that Courtney isn't the reason but encourages his behavior, so she's an enabler. She enables him to act this way, which means that she's directly responsible for his current lifestyle. The HIV thing isn't a stretch, as there has been talk about Feldman having the disease and hiding it, just like Charlie Sheen. Corey, did, Corey is an unfortunate part of a machine that has chewed him up and spit him out and left him to wallow. He desperately needs help and seems to shun any help that people have offered. He's not okay. And that's, it's a really, really long reply, and I don't even care. Um, so, as all this is going on, a person by the name of Zero Filter Jules gets in and says, he has been a dickhead and a manipulator for a long time, way before he was with fruititarian fucking Fiona. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's that's Corey. Um, He was an asshole to Corey Haim on the reality series and has delusions of grandeur. The two Corys. Sorry, Feldman. You can't stick a flower in an asshole and call it a vase. You are a horrible, (laughs) vile little fraudster. 
He can't seem relevant to anyone unless he is riding on Corey Haim's coattails even after his death, the little prick that he is. Um, I wish people would stop blaming his behaviors on others. And what I didn't know at the time was Zero Filter Jewels is part of Bobby Wolf's podcast stuff okay. on YouTube. She's part of the quote-unquote Wolf Pack, yeah. which is the same shit that fucking Corey Feldman started calling everybody that says, oh, the Wolf Pack is after me. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Hi, I'm Corey Feldman. Yeah. All right, so she sent me a link to the newest Bobby Wolf video, and I watched it. And it was Bobby Wolf going through the two Corys, like the entire series. Yeah. And he was he was grabbing select clips and talking about everything that's going on. Talk about doing your research, huh? Yeah, and it was – and when somebody said I, – I ask. I always ask for people, hey, look, if we're doing something wrong, send me more information. Yeah, I'll look know. at it. Let me know. And I will watch your fucking video. And I did. I watched the video, and oh my god, it is! I am so fascinated with Corey Feldman right now, and I'm for some reason I am on mic. That you went out and ordered uh, Dream a Little Dream on Amazon. Yes, I am so fascinated with Corey Feldman and the fact that he is the biggest fucking piece of shit on the planet. So they were doing Lost Boys, Lost Boys Two. Right, the the, yeah, the lost tribe or whatever. Yeah, and he there was got, two of them. There was two of them. They did. He got a he got a role in it, and then he had to tell Corey Haim that he's not in the movie yeah, anymore. The, yeah, the, well, from what I read, it was the studio didn't want him, and he had to he had to beg them just to have him do an end credit scene. Okay, and and I, and actors generally don't tell other actors whether they're in the movie or not. Uh-huh. That's just not how it works. The so Corey Feldman has an executive producer role, and he was tasked. Um, and this is all set up. Reality shows are not real. Yeah. If you watch the two Corys, mm-hmm. everything that Corey Feldman does and everything that is associated with Corey Feldman, the you know, the, these producers getting together with him, their agents and everything else, that's all scripted. Yeah, I wouldn't Everything that. is scripted. All the Corey Haim stuff isn't. Uh-huh. So what they did was basically they gave scripts to all these people and prepped every one of them, including the quote-unquote psychiatrist or the, the therapist or yeah. whoever, who is not a real doctor, who is not a therapist. Like Bill Nye? He's <laughs> not a real scientist? Who is not anywhere near the level of doctor like Dr. Drew. Like everybody shits on Dr. Drew, but he's a real fucking doctor. Yeah, not like doc, Dr. Uh, Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Phil. <laughs> he's not really a doctor. Right. So Dr. Bald. They, like they got this person who is a <laughs> fucking piece of garbage. Dr. And all she does is talk to Corey Haim like he he's the problem. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Now Corey Haim had to take a whole bunch of drugs just to maintain, maintain. He was self-medicating like a motherfucker. He yeah. was self-medicating like a motherfucker, but <laughs> he was also under doctor's orders to self-medicate like a motherfucker. <laughs> no, he wasn't self. I know. I he know. he wasn't. He 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 was self-medicating. Yeah, I know. But he was self-medicating with pills that the doctors gave him. Now we've gone through the whole how many pills that Corey Haim has taken and 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 all the aliases and all that other shit, and that's. That's just that's just a fact. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Corey Haim comes into these meetings, these these junky meetings is what I like to call them, and fucking they they start in on him about how all he is is a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. 
He's he's trash. He's a fucking druggie. He's 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 high all the time. You know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. He's literally taking a heart pill, and he's taking a, um, an anxiety pill to maintain. Uh-huh. Okay, and and whatever else he's taking, he has a bad heart. He has a bad 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 heart condition, and he smokes. Doesn't help. So, as 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 this whole fucking thing is going on. Unbeknownst to everybody, and this is this is a twist at the end of the show. Unbeknownst to everybody, that's going on is during the entire show, Corey Feldman and his then wife, and pretty much everybody that was around him, are high and drunk as shit. Okay, during the whole series, during the whole fucking series, Corey Haim is the only one that isn't. He's fucking stone cold sober. And I mean, for the most part, without his. And they're scapegoating him as the bad guy. Exactly. And this is all Corey Feldman's doing. And then they do so. So as they're getting together, fucking Corey Haim is like um, Feldman and Haim get together. And he's like, "Hey, I just want you to. We should do an intervention with you, basically." And Haim's like, "I'm not doing a fucking intervention." Fuck you. How do you bring up an intervention to someone? I mean, this because be a, Feldman this has... Be a peekaboo surprise story kind of thing? You know, no, please? Feldman has manipulated Corey Haim so much yeah. into believing that he, he's got problems. Yeah. Let's face it, I mean, Corey Haim did have problems, but not in any realm where, near where fucking Feldman is. Haim was dealing with his cutting... You know, and 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 his the rape thing and sobriety and all and this shit, all this other shit, and and Feldman has got this guy, this guy convinced that he's n- nothing but a fucking piece of shit. Okay, yeah. he's got this kid convinced, and Feldman's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna do an intervention, get you off the drugs, you know, because you're always high, you're high as shit. In fact, you're high right now, and 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 Haim's like, I, I took one and a half of my fucking relaxer pills. Because I'm I'm having fucking massive anxiety around you because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I hate you. He literally said to Corey Feldman, I fucking hate you. I hate everything about you. You're you're a piece of fucking shit. And he but he keeps doing the show because he needs the money, right? <laughs> right? Well they kicked him off the show. They kicked him off the show. Yeah. That's why the show ended. So it became hameless. Yes. So with Feldman all it was was Feldman manipulating Haim in this whole thing. Now I can't. What I can't, are best friends for, huh? I can't say that Haim wasn't. You know, it's a fifty-fifty thing. You know, it's it's two-way street. You you know, and and I can't say that Haim wasn't doing anything. Yeah. I can't say that Haim, you know, uh, at some point didn't you know break down and and get get high or whatever that relapses, else. Relapses, yeah, yeah. You know that shit happens, but. For the most part, like they every time they show him, he's like, he's like relatively there, mm-hmm. okay, with the exception of his medication that he's taking. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Feldman's like, we'll do this intervention thing, and and we'll get you going, and and we'll do this, we'll do this so that way, you know, we can get you on the straight and yeah, narrow. Yeah, he's doing get lip service in front of the fixed. fucking camera. And and Haim's like, I don't, I'm not doing it. Like if if you want. If you want to get together, you know whatever else. And, and Feldman's all like, "But you know, I, I we we got a bunch of industry friends, you know." And and Haim's like, "Friends that I know, or friends that you know, or just industry people." He's like, "No, no, it's it's uh, it's it's our industry friends. It's our friends. Yeah, the guys that we grew up with." And Haim's like, 
No, I'm not going to do an intervention. If you want to have dinner and stuff like that, then we can do dinner, you know, and we can all hang out and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Manipulates the shit out of him. Yeah. And goes over to Feldman's house where Todd Bridges and Polly Shore and a bunch of other people. Who the fuck is this, Dickie Roberts? Yeah. <laughs> but this is their friends. Yeah. This is the people that they hung yeah, out with. Gary Coleman. Uh, dead. <laughs> was he already dead at the time? Um, and so they're all there, and the first thing that fucking Todd Bridges says, who doesn't know anything about what anything is going on, says, "Are you okay? You look high." And and Hames like, "Yeah, I had to. I took a fucking anxiety pill. Leave me the fuck alone." Yeah. What? This is not an intervention. I was coming over for dinner to hang out with you guys and have a good time. And you set him up, and you set me the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, "Well, you smell like beer. You smell like alcohol." He's like, "What?" It's like I don't drink. I can't drink because I'm on fucking I'm on fucking medicine. Imagine I, I literally, how hard it is to stay sober like, when you have people constantly questioning your sobriety. I don't think Corey Feldman was a drinker anyways. He said that he's never had he I can't say he's never had. He said that he doesn't drink. Look, like dr- ever. Drug, drug addicts have a drug of choice and they usually stick with with that drug or something similar to it. Okay? That's how they are. Like, like if you're a meth addict, you usually don't smoke crack. If you're a heroin addict, you don't smoke crack. Or if you're a crack addict, you don't do heroin. It, 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 you usually stick in a certain realm when you're when you're hardcore drug. Yeah, addict. he's a pill popper. Yeah, so that means he usually sticks in that realm. But he and he has he said on on the show that he doesn't drink. Yeah, and he and he hasn't had a has a. I I recall him saying that he doesn't. He's never had alcohol. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know. Um, I, I could be, I could be mistaken. It doesn't matter. He says he doesn't drink. He's a pill popper. It's evident. It's fact that he's a pill popper. And he's admitted to it. And so, he's, so why wouldn't he admit he drinks if he did? Yeah. So anyways, uh, have you watched the two Corys? He was a major asshole in the series. And that was when he was married to his ex. No sign of Courtney. He was an awful human. But then also he, uh, he has always wanted people to give him things. Yep. This isn't new. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's too simple to just blame Courtney uh, as if she was the only reason he was an ass. No, if she left tomorrow, he'd still be this way. It's she's his just, nature. Yeah, she's just a current factor. <laughs> That's all she is. She's she's a manipulator, and she's an enabler. Yeah. Uh, I dig this video for certain, but as a woman, I see it all too often, the woman being blamed he, for he the man's wanted behavior. To be, he wanted to be with someone that... That pretty much says it's okay what you're doing, right? And and that's and that's the people he surrounds himself yeah. with, especially his ex-wife. He's been an asshole to many folks long before Courtney came. Blah blah blah. I was a huge Corey Haim fan when I was a kid. Tried to follow him into adulthood, but Feldman really jumped the shark and treated pretty much every one with contempt and disdain. It's, yeah, it's pretty much fuck Feldman after the Burbs. Okay, <laughs> I think after the Burbs, you're do- I was done with him as an actor. Every time he interviews with a woman, also he speaks down to her. I don't know. I think his actions oh, are just who he is and really have nothing to do with his wife at all. Only because countless interviews in the past before here, he was just as lost and ignorant and quite frankly a total ass. He did do the voice of Donatello <coughs> in the 1990 Ninja Turtles. So I liked him in that. So, okay, after Ninja Turtles. Great. <laughs> Can't the watch most, him anything after that. The most recent Bobby Wolf video does a great recap on his life on the two Corys. You'll see he exhibits asshole tendencies fully. In his, his, and then I replied, you're right, I watched the video uh, that Bobby Wolf made about the two Corys, and after seeing it, I can see where you're coming from. He's a massive douche and a manipulator, but to point a few things out, these women that he dates are also manipulators and enablers, birds of a feather. 
They also they are also fame seekers, and for them, they went into this willingly. They aren't innocent in any of this. They have to be to get what they want, even with the divorce and the sort of heartfelt apology that Feldman's former wife wrote out, which is, and the reason why I said that is because she wrote a letter to some, like one of the producers or whatever that basically just laid it out on the line that says, we completely fucked up everything on purpose during the two Corys to fuck with Corey Haim. And we were drunk and high during the whole fucking, during the whole fucking series. Yeah. You know, and and that's the way that that's the way that that went. Um, the other problem with the two Corys is that, as we all know, reality shows aren't even close to real. It's all set up and used to manipulate feelings. I believe that Haim's reactions are, are honest and genuine. You can see it. The others are going off a script or being told what to say beforehand, or possibly an earpiece. I'm going to follow the compelled Corey Feldman edition up with part two to fully explain our opinions. Uh, please understand the way that Courtney has come off in these videos and interviews shows that she is fully in his court right now and is willing to do whatever it takes to make money with him. I think they all were. They were led into believing that they were on easy street by marrying a celebrity. Like you said, we have to call it as we see it. And all I can see is Courtney being just another in a long line of enabling, enabling manipulators. And I think that Feldman is losing his grip on reality. And she is there to help make sure the Feldman train keeps running and he's okay with that. I mean, and that he's okay with that. What is he, like 45? <laughs> 46? Yeah. Okay. He's 46 and he dresses like Michael fucking Jackson, dude. Yeah. There's something going on. Hopefully she will begin to see through the bullshit. In the end, Corey Feldman and those that associate with him feel justified in doing what they're doing. They believe that this lifestyle that they have created is what life is supposed to be like. You create your own reality, right? And they don't understand that they are a product of a system that is wholly corrupt, which is ironic considering that Feldman is running a crusade to destroy that which created him, and yet he is perpetuating the situation by being that thing which he is trying to destroy. He's Killmonger. <laughs> and then Zero Filter Jules wrote a couple of average shows. Absolutely. So um, I'm, I'm not going to blame her. It's a two-way street, like yeah. I said before. Yeah. It takes two to tango if you want to use that yeah. verbiage. <clears throat> they willingly go into these relationships with him thinking that they can fix everything, thinking that they can do this and that, and they yeah. are master manipulators as well as Corey Feldman. Feldman is, if you haven't watched any of Bobby Wolf's stuff, go watch, go watch his latest video, which is about the two Corys, and then just, just let it roll into the next video which is all about um, the attack that happened in L.A. Yeah. Where, where <laughs> what is it? He goes into this whole thing. It's, it's so good. It's so well done. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to give it away. Uh, but he goes into this thing about how Corey Feldman gave his whole, his whole story to this guy. I, I, I don't know his name. I don't care. And how this guy basically said that... Everything that happened to Corey is such a tragedy and and so bad and this and that. It's like it's a guy that he he used to work for TMZ, but he doesn't work for TMZ anymore. Yeah. He works for some other. He works for some website called Blamo or Kablamo or you know Blamin on the side of beef or whatever the fuck it's called, right? And it, it like it, it's like our website, right? A couple of averagejoes dot com. Yeah, when we're nobodies. And that's what the, this guy went from TMZ to some fucking shitbag nobody website. I, I'm not a nobody. I'm average. You're nobody. <laughs> and and that and that's and that's what's even better about that is is 
there's other articles that he refers to, and the way that he does it is so well done. I, I applaud Bobby Wolf. Good job. Good job, Bobby. Um, it's it's and so, anyways, I wanted to do this uh, this compelled to explain our situation in this whole thing is that we actually do the research and we actually read off of legitimate websites, the LA Times, eh, but there are some good but LA Times you reporters. Gotta, you got to corroborate, right? So you read multiple and if multiple sites are saying the same thing, you know. Right. So if if they if if multiple websites at the time of the attack and literally when we recorded that is when the attack happened, yeah. like uh within days um after the bomb in fact we, we were as I've said, we were, um, or at least I was, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word compelled. Um, you already did. Yeah, it's too late. I was, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not manipulated. I was, um, when I saw Bobby Wool's video stuff on Corey Feldman, as I was doing some research on it. Yeah. I was, I, I, I became so fascinated with it. I told Joe, I was like, we have to talk about Corey Feldman. And this is this shit is amazing. Because right at now, first, when we, we first started doing this, I thought it was just to to um, explain and defend yourself against a, a YouTube uh, comment. That's what I thought this whole thing was about at first. And I'm like, are we really going to start doing whole fucking shows just to explain ourselves on a, respond to a comment? In some cases, yes. <laughs> Look, right now, as I'm as I'm going through all of this stuff, I have a David Cassidy thing up because. David Cassidy is apparently associated with Jimmy Savile, Rolf Harris, Mike Leander. Because you think you love him. Susie Quattro, Alvin Stardust, Freddie Starr, and Max Clifford, and Mark Bolin, and all these guys that we have been talking about with Operation Utree. This is the research that I'm doing, okay? And I found it interesting that David Cassidy would be up involved with that. I also have something on Lee Israel that, that has interested me, and we may do a compelled on that. I think we need that. to look into fucking Simon Cowell. And Simon Cowell, and... Here we have uh, we have Stuart Hall, um, who we will be doing a compelled on here uh, shortly, shortly after we record this. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Did we, you you watch that Asia Argento video? No, we have uh, we have the thing on Operation U Tree and Operation Hydrant. <laughs> we have the um, we have uh, here Orgy Island up. Yeah. Um, and that right now, that's about it. When she talked <laughs> in front of those people at Cannes Film Festival, um, it like when she said Harvey Weinstein raped me at this festival, you know, back in 1997, it sucked all the air out of the room. And it just, you could feel it. Even just watching the video, you could feel it when she said it. I was like, God damn, that was fucking brutal. Just to come out of nowhere just to say that shit. That was like, damn. Why are you not on mic? I, I'm I'm here. No, I'm now here you are. I'm here and I'm queer. I don't fucking know. You've been you've been talking off mic like my mouth has been right here the whole fucking time. Nope. I'm watching the I'm watching the record right now, dude. It's it. If you're too far back from it, I'm right here. I've been here. I haven't adjusted my seat. My face is right here. Look at this. I, I look at this. There's not even there's barely even the width of my fucking finger in between my mouth and the microphone. You know what's even weirder is I can tell when you're not talking straight into the mic. Oh, I know. Like, if I go like this, you can tell that I'm not doing it like this is no, to the sides. No, like, literally, when I said, why are you not up on the mic, and then you got closer to the mic, and you started talking, yeah. 
it changed the whole, whole entire dynamic of what, of how you were talking. I, maybe I need to buy more be, a better microphone. I, I don't fucking know because I'm right here. I'm always right fucking here. Now, there's times where I go on the sides like I am right now. Okay, but I'm always right fucking here. Weird. I know. It's pissing me off because it make, you make it sound like I'm, I'm like, you're like, you know, you, you don't know how to talk into a microphone. I'm right fucking here. <laughs> I, I I've don't. learned. I've learned to get close to it, I, and I'm, I look at this. I'm like, I, I am so like used. It, like you were just, you, you literally just moved your head away from it. Yeah, and it went right back to. I think it's because the these are cheap microphones. I think that's it, what it is. I think I need to buy more expensive microphones for this shit. Yeah, uh, well, well, so we'll yeah, because I've, I've, I've trained myself to be this close to the microphone. Like my lips, every, every once in a while, will actually touch the foam. On it. That's how close I get. Yeah, we're gonna have to look up. Because you've been telling me for years, get closer to the microphone, get closer. So I'm fucking right here. Like I don't give a fuck about those. Like uh, these, no. maybe. We need to get some Joe Rogan shit or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And we need to get a Bobby. Is it Bobby? Is he the guy that does all the, the internet searching for him? We need to get a Bobby. Yeah, you know, because he can. Because Bobby is a really good assistant for Joe Rogan. Because when they're talking about shit, he's already looking it up on YouTube, so he can already already play the video and the articles for them. When they're talking about it, something like it. this. We need a road USB. Well, I don't need USB, but that looks like a sex toy. Yeah, well, like a futuristic sex toy. Again, you and your fucking obsession with this bullshit. Obsession with what? Your fucking obsession with dicks and sex toys. Okay. Oh wow, it's part of the human condition, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> good, hey, bravo to you, buddy, that you've had so much different kind of sex in your it life. It has nothing to do with having sex. It has everything to do with not being fucking just. Completely, every every time we have a conversation, it's all about dicks and pussies. Well, so what? Have you listened to Joe Rogan? Holy shit! I, I, they were just talking about a soundboard, and they, all of a sudden, from talking about a soundboard, it, it turned into women having sex on top of it and shit like that. I, it's, you see it's, what I mean? It's not interesting to me. I don't care about that shit. I, I, I want to. The whole point it, it, that this is what bugged me about the Corey Feldman thing too. What? Because he was. That's all he did. I'm getting laid tonight. <laughs> I'm getting laid tonight. Mike, you're starting to sound like an old man. No, I've always been this way. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, there's a time and a place for everything, and, and yeah, I'm good for jokes and shit like that. But like, it, it, like that microphone didn't look like it was something. Whatever. <laughs> it's just old. That's all. It's just me, and I'm gonna say something about it if you fucking don't like it. So like, we need a boom arm like that. You know what that looks like? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it looks like a boom arm. <laughs> um. Kind of, it's yeah. Like some of those microphones are shaped like suppositories. See, that's not sexual. A suppository is not sexual. It goes in your butt. That doesn't. If you enjoy it, then it's sexual. But otherwise, you're just like, oh god, this is really uncomfortable. Talking about dicks and butts. (laughs) Forty five hundred dollars. Fuck you. That's like that's like Beats by Dre, right? You like you put on these head these earphones, like oh, I just paid three hundred dollars for these. They're Beats by Dre. It's going to be the greatest musical experience of my existence. Yeah, exactly. And then you try them, and you're like, where the fuck did my money... Oh, your money just went to that big B on the side of your of your headphones. That's where... That money went to Dre. That's where 250 of that $300 went, was to the fucking B on the side. Dude, Dr. Dre literally tried to sue a guy named Dr. Dre. I know. I saw. It was funny. That's fucking ridiculous. You can't be Dr. Dre. I'm, yeah, you There's remember, only one Dr. Dre. You remember that fat guy that used to be on MTV Raps? Yeah, he's not around anymore, is he? Yeah, he's yeah. not Dr. Yeah, Dre. Not I'm Dr. Dr. Dre. He, he's Fat Dre. I'm, I'm Dr. Dre. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. Fat Dre. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dr. Dre. <laughs> 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 
I don't know. This fucking podcast sorry, went off the rails. Sorry, Dr. Dre. I feel like you have no respect for me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> now he's gay Satan. Awesome. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. I, I don't I don't know why we're looking up. You steal my beach. Why why are you talking like that? I, I'm the billionaire Dre. Yeah. There's no more than billionaire Dre except me. I'm Dr. Billionaire I'm, Dre. I'm I'm Dr. Dre. Why are you talking about me like that? Soon I'm going to sue Drake, because Drake sounds almost like Drake. Yeah, Drake. He's making too much money. He's He's got the K-E after it. Yeah. Drake. Yeah, all of a sudden he's going to get like a high school diploma or college education. He's going to like put a doctor on there, and then he'll be Dr. Drake, and I just can't handle you that. Know, we can't have the Dr. Drake. There's too much pressure. Yeah, so. <laughs> Fucking microphones are expensive. Fuck yeah, they look Oh my god, dude. I don't want to. Like, do they have, like, like? do some of them have, like, built in uh, auto tune in them or something? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Fucking Christ, Holy man. Shit. You can just change your voice however you want. It's like, I'm not a boy, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man, man. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. I mean, I'm not a boy, I'm a man. Man, man. <laughs> uh, or man. Or man. Like I said, this whole thing went off the fucking rails. Look, it's got the yeah, the, the expensive like look at the cheap one's got the spit guard in front of it too. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think the spit guard helps with your p- your p- 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 your peas, right? Yeah, the spit guard helps with the p- and the b- p- 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 it smells like. Yeah, bald. see, this is forty-seven bucks for brand for this microphone. See, I don't trust that. The reason why I don't trust that one for forty-eight dollars is because look at all the other shit, the shit that comes with it. So you got to break that down into how much, like, that's worth, that's worth, that's worth. And it's like, that's too much stuff for only $48. You know what I mean? No. It's, I don't trust it, that. It's a fucking, it's a recording condenser microphone kit, computer mics with a 48-volt phantom power supply so that it amplifies the mic. That's you, how that works. But you see what I'm saying? For $48 with all that stuff, I don't trust that. If it was Why? Just a, it was just, if it was just a microphone itself and it cost that much, then I'd be more, like... You, know, you, you have no concept of the expense of electronics and, and building shit, do you? I understand that it costs them money to make all those individual things. Yeah, it costs them $3. Okay. So they're making like $45 per Yeah, fucking so thing. when you break it down, though, that microphone is only worth fucking 5 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I want a microphone that's worth, if I'm going to pay $48 for a microphone, I want a microphone that's worth that $48 or close to it. Not all that extra stuff that comes with it. Right there. Something like that or... I don't know. Anyways. We'll uh, figure it out. We'll figure it out. The fucking... <laughs> Dude, this always happens, man. I knew that you were going to... This is going to be a short one. You just got to do this really quick and then fucking do it. <laughs> God damn it. Bellular. Anyways. So, I, isn't it though... I, I, I find it kind of just... I almost feel like it, like a hypocritic asshole... When, when when we first started doing Compelled and we were all like, oh, yeah, look at all the shit that's happening to Corey Feldman and stuff, right? And it's morphed. And I understand, it's understandable how it's morphed, but it morphed from us being like 100% supportive of Corey Feldman to now, like, we still acknowledge the fact that he was, you know, all this shit happened to him in, in the, you know, the movie industry. But now the fact that <laughs> all this other stuff is like, guys, he's really... Just a fucking asshole, right? You know, I was never a hundred percent. I'm supportive of of the fact that he's been fucking raped. Yeah, I'm but supportive never... of the fact that that you know he, he he wants to bring this to light. I'm supportive of that. Yeah, but when we started, that's how we, we were only on that. There was no. I don't even think there was any mention of him being a fucking douchebag and asshole, any of that stuff. 
you know, a manipulator. And now it's like <laughs> we're talking more about that stuff than the shit that happened to him in Hollywood. You know what I mean? It, yeah, we did. We talked about the fact that he's holding everyone ransom for $10 million. Well, we, talk, we talked about the fact that he's doing nothing by giving nothing away and that and then we backed up the support of of people that questioned all of this yeah, yeah. I but mean, over time yes with another you know mention here and there no from the from the fucking get go from the fucking get go we 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 talked about the fact that Corey Feldman is acting weird about this whole thing and that we support him in in the allegations but this there's something there's something weird about it i know over time it's gotten more and more more and more focus has gone on how much more of an asshole he is than what has happened to him. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Do you see what I'm saying? I I, I absolutely get what you're saying, but you're saying, oh, I can't stand this fucking guy. It seems like the topic is more about what kind of a, a, a person he is instead of what the focus of Compelled was originally about for him, for him individually, it, you know, about what happened to him. Yeah, but again, we'll go back to what you said, which was, Actions have consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, and it's. I'm just calling. I just think it's funny because it, it just. It's like the more you look into Corey Feldman, the worse of a human being he seems like. And it's almost like I feel less and less sympathetic to him. But then it's also, is he like this because of what happened to him in Hollywood? Yes, but he's holding everyone fucking, fucking hostage, hostage, <laughs> because he thinks that he can get ten million dollars for his fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you, Corey. Yeah, we're not, no one's going to give you fucking money just because you want to make a movie. You know, write another goddamn book or or give us a fucking tell-all, you know, and go from there. Other than that, you, you know, go the fuck away or you need to you need to fucking shape up is what you need to do. Dude, he's, he, like I said, I'm assuming he's like 45 or something around there. He's already set in his fucking ways. He's not going to change. People, once I think once you hit a certain point uh, in your life, and you've been that way for for so goddamn long, you're not going. You're not going to change. It's not going to. You're just done. That's that's you for the rest of your existence, for the most part. Some people, yes, they can change, but overall, especially when he surrounds himself with enablers, nope, he's always going to be this way until the day he fucking dies. Yeah, well, I mean, it it takes it, it takes a lot of fucking balls to to want to do something different to want to change and you're right you know ain't gonna happen until why is it when i saw that stand the the, the little i don't know that weird yeah the weird like bar stand thing yeah that um with the holes in it i pictured a flute and then i pictured deadpool playing it and like dancing through a village and playing it i don't know <laughs> like skipping is he <laughs> it looks like a flute though it's yeah. it's a microphone <laughs> freak with a but microphone all right, so should we uh, should we end this now? Because <laughs> we're just vamping for time. Yeah. Vamping for time. <laughs> All right, we're good. All right. We good? Yeah. We're good.